On today's episode, we are going to take a look at stocks to keep an eye out for this week. Believe it or not, guys, we are back on earnings season. And the first week is usually some of the big banks that go up and report earnings. And I do believe even if you do not have an, any form of investments in any of these businesses that are reporting earnings this week, it is important as a long-term investor to understand how the overall market is doing. And all these companies that are going to be reporting this week, I feel can help you understand how your market is, is moving. So on today's episode, we're going to take a look at, at, at when they're reporting earnings and which ones we should keep an eye out. After that, we are actually going to do a little in-depth look at Netflix and TSMC. Those are two that I really want to learn more about. So I just did a quick overview on them. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and let's get started. If you are new to my channel, if you are a long-term investor, and if you like learning about growth stocks, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And to all my returning viewers, thank you for the support. It truly means a lot. Um, make sure to post on the comments. I'm very, very active. So if you have any questions, feel free to post there. I'm also very active on Twitter and I do have a Discord channel, which is free to anybody. And we have a lot of great investors there. But remember, all of this is free. I am not a professional. I'm not charging for anything. So none of this is advice. These are all my thoughts. And finally, if you want to get more from my content, check out my website, josenaharo.com. I'm starting to do written blog posts there. And I also have a weekly newsletter. If you guys want to check it out and subscribe, feel free to do so. All right. So like I mentioned, this is earnings week. And the first earnings week, we see the big bangs come out. For example, Tuesday, we're going to have JP Morgan. We're going to have Wells Fargo. Um, we're going to have Citibank on Wednesday morning. We're going to have Goldman Sachs. And on Thursday, we're going to have any big banks, Bank of America on Thursday and Morgan Stanley. So a lot of these big banks are going to be reporting this week. And even if you don't have a position in banks, I, I, I do believe it is important to at least take a quick look at how, uh, how their earnings did, because they do mention a lot of information of how the overall market is doing. For example, Bank of America on their last earnings report, they kind of showed how consumers are spending with their credit cards, like what type of products they're buying. And it, it pretty much shows you where where the money is flowing to. So like I said, even if you're not invested into them, they kind of give you some form of information of how your market is actually doing, right? If Bank of America shows that a lot of people are buying entertainment stuff, you're going to know that, hey, if you're in the gaming industry, you're probably going to see some great results for your earnings. Then the other one, um, that's it about banking. Then we're going to have, for example, Tuesday morning, we have Delta Airlines. Again, if you are not in the airline industry or if you're just not in Delta, just by looking at Delta's earnings, they, it can kind of show you how how people are using their money. Uh, has travel increased? If it has, then that's obviously going to boost up the other airlines. If there's a decrease, obviously you're going to see that, hey, people are still not traveling as much. So any other form of travel business um, stock will also most likely see a decrease because of them. Um, so like I mentioned, they, even though you might not have a position in them, it is important to at least understand what the market is doing. Now let's take a look at the two I really wanted to mention. 
and that's Netflix that is reporting Thursday after hours and TSMC that's reporting earnings on Thursday before open. So both of these are gonna be on Thursday. And if you guys actually want me to do a full depth analysis, uh, again, this is gonna be a quick video uh, of just an overview of them, but I do a full analysis where I really, really dig deep into this information. So if you guys let me know in the comments below which one you guys want me to take a look at. So first, let me just do a quick overview of what obviously I think everybody understand what Netflix does. Um, so let's start off with Netflix. So Netflix right now, let's just look at price performance is sitting at five hundred and forty eight dollars. This is insane. Um, last time we saw them, it was their earnings, and I think they were just breaking uh, about 350. So just this past day, um, this previous last trading day, the company was up 8%. And if we take a look compared to February 20th, and to me, for some reason, I, I just started comparing everything to February 20th because that's when the market started to go, started to tank. So since then, Netflix has returned about 42% to investors. It's right now, it, it actually only has a $241 billion market cap. Um, I'm not invested in Netflix, but I, I honestly believe that their market cap was a lot higher than $241 billion. All right, so now we see this has actually proven amazing results. And we understand, right, right, more people are, people are not traveling right now. People are staying home. And Netflix is the perfect thing, right? You, if you don't have Netflix, um, you're gonna have to subscribe and just binge stuff at home while you don't go out to bars or restaurants. And Netflix is pretty cool because it, it kind of helps you understand how the other streaming services are doing. For example, if you are in Disney or, or Disney Plus, seeing a huge increase in Netflix subscribers can kind of correlate that, hey, you're gonna see a big, a big jump in Disney Plus. Right. I'm, I'm one of those few peoples that that believes that one can have both Netflix and Disney Plus. I don't think they're going to be fighting much against each other. But let's take a look at why we've had these crazy jumps and, and especially this past recent day where we saw 8% up. So one of the most recent articles um, here we're pulling up in Seeking Alpha was from July 10th, 2020. So this was yesterday, Friday. The, first, the main reason is Goldman Sachs has actually increased their ratings on their, their price target for Netflix to being $670. So right now it's only $548. So there's still an increase of what? That's over a 20% jump. And that's what Goldman Sachs um, expects this to grow into. The main reason for this is they do believe that Netflix is going to blow out their net subscriber of over 12.5 million new subscribers for quarter two there is one thing that i i, I want to mention that that i think is kind of a bad a, a bad thing towards netflix netflix in quarter one reported that they had a lot better ca free cash flow than they've ever done so and i see so many people posting about this and i just want to put things in perspective the main reason that they had such a huge free cash flow increase is because in that quarter they had to stop some form of production um, this production did not affect any kind of, of real release to their things. This production was was for, for things that are supposed to be released in 2021 or 2022. But due to that stop in production, it means that they did not have to pay employees. They did not have to pay uh, the, the studios or stuff like that. And as a result, that helped increase that free cash flow margins. And a lot of bulls were there rocking and saying, hey, look at this crazy free cash flow margins. But it's just because they had to stop paying. 
Now Goldman Sachs says that a lot of investors are going to see that quarter two's free cash flow will be even higher than ever. But this free cash flow is going to be due to the lack of movie and series production. So for the same reason. And I think that's actually a pretty, if I may say, that's pretty dumb reason for a stock price to go up, right? Obviously, your free cash flow is going to go up if you're not spending money to make stuff, right? That's common sense. Why Why would a stock price go up for that reason? But I, it still boggles me that, that investors are, are, are finding that as a bullish case because once production goes back into, into line and everybody starts, starts working again, that free cash flow is going is gonna, is gonna to drop down back to the levels we saw about two or three quarters ago. Um, so I just, if you are, uh, again, I'm not a bearish in Netflix. I'm usually not a bear in any business. Um, so what else did we see with Netflix? Netflix also mentioned that a lot of people, uh, this stock price did take a, a, some form of hit because a lot of people were saying that, hey, due to the COVID-19, um, their production has stopped and this is going to affect their 2020. But Netflix came out and said that the work for 2020 hasn't really been affected because most of it has already been shot it's more in post-production and editing where it's something that can be done working from home and even into the company's already pretty deep into 2021 slate as well so it's not even going to affect 2021 that much and right now with all that money they're saving from their free cash flow once things start to open up again even if maybe netflix might have opened up a lot more stuff they're gonna have all this cash to just go in and just start mass producing again for second half of 2021 and for pre um post 2022 so let's take a look at their most recent earnings so they most their most recent earnings was april 21st and like i said this is crazy i I did do uh videos on their most recent earnings and it feels like yesterday but this was about four months ago three months ago already so it's pretty insane to to actually be doing it again revenue three uh on their last earnings went up 28 percent compared to same time last year this is insane right a business with over a 200 million market cap growing revenue at 28 percent year over year i can see why a lot of growth investors are into it next we can see last quarter they added about 15.7 million new members globally to their subscription service crushing the estimations of 8.5 and i do believe they are going to crush it again this quarter and that brings last quarter um last quarter's net ads brought the global memberships to 182 million members almost 183 million members which was up 23 percent year over year all right so now that we took a look at netflix let's take a look at tsmc and this is taiwan semiconductor manufacturing so you might be like jose what do they do so the best way to do say is you guys probably know intel right you guys know intel they have chips um cpus they have all types of chips for for all types of productions we know amd we know nvidia we know all these other semiconductors that have all different types of chips well those chips get manufactured by companies like by tsm so tsm is the create they have productions for all these types of chips Um, and no i'm not talking about chips like lays i'm talking about computer chips right now Uh, and and that's pretty much what they do they create the chips for these other companies for example apple um the chips that go on apple iphones chips that go on their computers are created by tsm um, the ones I mentioned earlier, like Intel, AMD, NVIDIA, I, I know some of them get created by here, 
but I don't think, I'm not sure they all do get created by TSM. It was just more of an explanation of what they do. Um, so TSM is a very, actually very important company because if they're not making your chips, then we're not seeing improvements in our smartphones. We're not seeing improvements in anything, in any of our technology. So like I said, this is a very, very important company because one, we're going to take a look at their previous earnings and they break down their earnings in in what type of sectors those chips are being made for. So if we see a huge increase in, in one type of chips, we know that, for example, if the smartphone chips get increased by year over year, it means that a lot more a lot more consumers are buying smartphones right now. So it helps show you how the market is moving. So TSS, TSM, ticker TSM, right now has a market cap of about $300 billion. And if we take a look in the past six months, since February 20th, this stock has gone up. Give me one second. Up, oh, almost had it. Has gone up about 13%, so not much. Let's take a look at some of their most recent news. So just on July 10th, 2020, just Friday, they actually reported their June revenue and their revenue for for June was actually up 40 41% year over year and it was actually up 28% month to month so they're selling a lot they're they're selling a lot more this is this gets me excited they're selling a lot more chips than they they were they're making way more chips than they did just a year ago and they're doing a lot better than they did last month the first half of 20 20, they saw a revenue jump of 35.2% year over year. And you know why this makes me so bullish? Because I am bullish in the cloud service. I am bullish in, in clouding companies. I am bullish in semiconductor companies. And to see this up 35.2% up year over year, it, it's it's giving me some, some good feelings about how these semiconductor companies are moving right now. And especially in that clouding network, it means companies still want to increase their clouding infrastructure and overall a very, very bullish sentiment for me and the clouding clouding business. And now I just wanted to show you guys the type of information that you can pull out from their earnings, right? Again, even if you're not invested in TSM, but maybe you might be invested in smartphones. Maybe you might be invested in some form of communication equipment, in automotive, in IOTs, in high power computing. If you are invested in any of them, looking at TSM's most recent earnings can actually show you a lot. For example, in their recent earnings, they they have a breakdown of where their chips are, what their chips are being made for. So in their most recent earnings, which was about three months ago, 49% of the chips were meant were created for smartphones. And that was down 9%. And obviously we saw first quarter was actually a bad, a bad time for smartphones that not a lot of people were buying. Um, we did see that high power computing made up 30% of total chips, and that was actually up 3%. DCE, which is communication equipment, um, was actually up 44%, and that only makes up 5%. So if you're in the communication equipment um, business, you knew that things were looking good. So that's the type of information that we can get by looking at these companies. And like I mentioned, even if they're not business stocks that you're invested in, I do believe it is important to at least understand how they're moving because they do provide a lot of great information for long-term investors. So that's it for today's video. I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure to hit the thumbs up and let me know in the comments, which business do you want me to really take a look at for this week? Um, so take care guys. Have a good night and see you next time.